to the episode of the Nintendo Entertainment Podcast. I am Triforce Todd. Joining me today is Skull Kid Scott. Hello. Yes. I'm kind of actually disappointed. I know we are. We'll get we'll get to that, buddy. Uh, sadly, it is yet another podcast with just me and Scott. Um, you know, we'll have to guess just do these two man shows from now on because Will's banished from the face of the earth, and Tyler said he's going to be here, but you know he lied. So, all right, Scott, let's just let's just get it. Oh, wait, wait a minute. Oh my gosh, Will is actually here. <laughs> I'm not gone yet! I have returned! I am not viewed! And I'm not dead! I just want to note once again, it's a good thing we don't make money off this podcast, because we would still get copyright strikes for... <laughs> <laughs> also, while I love the John Denver reference, and I grew up on John Denver music, that song is inaccurate for two reasons. Number one, we're not none of us are in West Virginia. And two, you didn't take a country road to get home, you took a plane. Ah, details, details. Uh, but yes, Will is back. So, Will, please regale us. How was Malaysia? Oh, man. Um, it, it was good. It was definitely good. Of course, naturally, as being in the tropics, it rained mostly daily with, uh, with freaking flooding. So, again, what's expected of the tropics? And, of course, naturally, food, Wi-Fi. Well, surprisingly, I actually got Wi-Fi in my hometown village, so there's like that surprise. So we actually continue on with playing Faye, which I was honestly surprised you didn't mention this. I mean, granted, we had the direct last week, but I'm surprised you didn't talk about the Choose Your Legends results, which I know you have a lot of thought about. Oh, which, we so. I, we just I forgot. <laughs> like, direct was the big thing, and by the time we got done, it was oh, you know, we were going right into the sell it and splat. Right, 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 right. So not predict the future like we hoped. So, <laughs> right and yeah like that's flat fest i was like observing it like just like okay uh, like as much as i want to participate <laughs> and uh, god i want to participate in but yes and of course they're seeing like the results like oh white chocolate got conch oh white chocolate got halftime and oh uh oh, oh okay okay so yeah. this is gonna be interesting we'll get there we'll get there all right so we have a very interesting show for you today not the least of which is us raging against the lack of taste buds of you, the Splatfest community. But first, what have you been playing? And Will, since you've been gone for a few weeks, regardless of what you played while you were over in Malaysia. So yes, like the last time I was in Malaysia, I actually have done some gaming, and aside from like not being jet lagged, so yeah, it's that's that. So I have been yeah, tackling the backlog, and actually have tr um, tackled more of Xenoblade Chronicles Three, and uh, like uh, if if you guys remember, you know that the the, um, the oh shoot, like a uh, Triton, uh, one of the. Uh, what was the main enemy protagonist uh, group names? Uh, I forgot. Dang it. Uh, but yeah, like you meet Triton and you get his like soul hacker ability, which you have to face off all the legendary monsters, which, okay. So yeah, that's kind of what I've been doing, like retreading and almost got everything um, relearned once again. So yeah, I have to go reface these legendary monsters, which kind of a pain, but eh, what can you do? So uh, I didn't even do that side <laughs> quest because I beat the game. 
And I'm still <laughs> the one to beat this game. Yes, yes, yes. And like, as well, I managed to also um, download the DLC expansion pass before I left. And so, yeah, actually, I was uh, playing all, uh, playing around with Nino and fully upgraded her um, stats uh, with the high high ether cylinders. So, not not too bad, but it is. Um, a bit uh, time-consuming, but her abilities, yeah, Nino, a very good uh, defender class if you want to like add her. Plus, also great throwback to Xenophy Chronicles too. So yeah, you you will find some nods with her in her storyline. So there's that, and as well also with the recent release of the um, uh, bah, 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 the, the the update of the expansion pass with uh, Misha with the Lapidaris, and of course they had to get Rie Tanaka as the Japanese VA. Uh, for those who are wondering, it is the voice of a uh, uh, what was it? Is it Lisa? Yeah, Lisa of Kitchen Impact, as well as my my, my best personal drinker, girl, Misura Kirijo, <laughs> whose voice is that. Of course, like, of course you had to open it with a bloody ara ara. <laughs> like, of course, you got to have that. You got to have that. So, yeah, like, just um, briefly introducing with, um, with her right now. So just going on with her quest. And, of course, naturally trying out the... Um, the the, the roguelike uh, dungeon added with the challenges. And it's okay. Like of course the rogue I know people like roguelikes and by to introduce a roguelike element here in Xenoblade Chronicles 3 with the battle system, like okay, leave it to RNGs to like oh refill in a certain amount of time, get your abilities, yada yada, certain badges. It's okay. And aside from getting like the rewards, like the throwback armors, like yes, you get um Ryan's armor for uh Lance as well as um Bridget's uh costume for an uh Senna. It's like okay, it's cool, it's cool. And of course, actually, once you get through, like, if you beat the full game, you get the rest of the challenges. Like, uh, if if you would with uh, with Todd here, so but it's a nice addition. But of course, naturally, well, um, the, the obviously volume four, everyone's been talking about it. It's yeah, that's the the, the creme of the crop there. So yeah, that's I've been playing that as alongside as well. Um, just carrying some other things as well, like. Uh, like going back here with um Overwatch two, but with a little bit of bypass, of course, with the whole um, I think the Valentine's Genji Genji thing. So that's kind of funny. Uh, better Fall Guys as well. So and um, I feel like there's oh yeah yeah yeah. Um, also I did try it a little bit as well. We're going to um the Octopath Traveler two demo, and I just briefly touched it and gotta say it it's good. Just listening to that theme music once again, it it really brought me back. So like. I'm I'm just seeing like the characters and all that, and like the night and day system. That's definitely uh, quite something. And I know like some of you, like Utah, didn't want to spoil yourself, so I'll I'll, I'll spare you details. I only touch a little bit of it. So, but overall, Octopath Traveler Two is really shaping up to be quite the game for Nintendo. Good. I can't wait to play it next week. <laughs> uh, all right, I'll go next because I have also been playing quite a bit. Obviously, I did participate in the Splatfest, and I actually feel that I had one of my best Splatfest runs ever. I played it on Friday, Saturday, and Sunday, which is something. Oh, oh nice. I know. I, was, I have not been able to do that in recent times for various reasons. So I got to play it. I had multiple winning streaks, which is something I'm not used to. Uh, I even won three times ten battles. And I had multiple ones in, like, a single session, which was very surprising to me. I think I've had, like, maybe one or two in previous Splatfest, but I had four in this one. So that was pretty cool. So you basically had four pearls. <laughs> no, no, three. I, oh. I, I had four battles, I won three of them. Which is uh, okay, okay, okay. a pretty good percentage for me. That is pretty good. Thank you. So I, I did my job. Alright? I, I won plenty of battles. I also got to see the tricolor battles from both perspectives, because when I first tried it, we were the defending party. 
Which okay, okay, okay. Weird okay. because they said that we were we weren't ahead, and the person who's ahead is supposed to be the defending party. So I guess between the halftime announcement and when I played, uh, milk chocolate, the right chocolate, <laughs> uh, took the lead, and then I did like two battles as a defender, and then I did a third battle, and all of a sudden I was I was attacking. I'm like, okay, we lost the lead. Not sure how that happened, but okay then. So that was the thing, and then finally. After basically 110 hours, I can officially say that I have beaten Persona 5. Royal. Royal. <laughs> so, that is very nice. The Good job. I didn't, the reason I didn't beat this like last week because I finally got to the final boss. Um, remember, I had to pause because the Fire Emblem engage. And I finally got to the final final boss in Maruki. Spoilers, it's five years old. Deal with it. Um, <laughs> you know, it's true. Actually, Royal is three years old, but whatever. Um Finally get to Maruki, and he is another one of those, oh, if you don't have the right party, if you don't use the right tactics, you're totally going to lose. Boss fight. Which, really? if, you, if you recall the robot boss fight uh, with Haru's father, I, that was hated, I hated that one. <laughs> I hated this one just as much. And it took me, like, four tries to figure out the right strategy. And then once I beat that first version, the rest was kind of a cakewalk. Yeah, yeah that first phase of Maruki was kind of a bit of a pain. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, so... And then once the once you beat Maruki, uh, they do like the most dragged out. <laughs> and, I mean, I guess in context it's fine, but like they were setting you up for like your next run through, and I'm like, I'm just trying to beat the game because if you get a bunch, because once once you get the Valentine's Day, if you had a level ten with any female character outside of your girlfriend, um, you get a chocolate from them, which is fine, but. You know, you're good. Those you don't aren't going to use those chocolates in this game run because you're done. So you're using them in the next game run, which I'm not going to do. Okay. Yeah. I don't have another 110 hours <laughs> to plug into this game. It's only like 60 hours if you skip all the cinematics. No. This yeah. Is, this is true. <laughs> true. Skip the dialogue and whatever. So, uh, but I finally beat it. Uh, I I'm I am very happy with what I uh with what I experienced. Uh, the ending, as dragged out as it was, it did have some really cool moments, like seeing everyone trying to free Joker from prison and going on that Valentine's Day date with Kawakami. Um, also, I unintentionally had that date on actual Valentine's Day. Oh, that's going. <laughs> uh, I know. It was, it was hilarious. And, dear gosh, that woman deserves the world. So, <laughs> she does. Like, she was the right choice, I'm just saying. Uh, and I love you like Dr. Death, but, you know... Give, give me hot for teacher. Anyway, oh, I, I said I would never say that line again. I feel dirty now. Uh, uh, now I know what to get for your next uh, next gift if I ever ship it to you. Because there is, a, as you know, there are figures of Persona 5 uh, characters. And yes, there is a Kawakami figure. Sure. <laughs> Go ahead and send me here. I dare you. Um, maybe it's your money. I'm just taking <laughs> I mean, that's, that's not really a threat, Will. It's just like, okay, I'll take a figure of the character that I adore. Um, From me? <laughs> there, there are worse fates, Will. There are worse fates. Anyway, um, so now I'm kind of in this weird limbo phase because outside of playing Faye, there's a Tempest trial that I'm going to be finishing up. Mm -mm, but mm -mm. outside of that, I, I, don't, I need something to stall for time until I get Octopath Traveler 2 next week. So I have finally dug into my backlog, and I'm restarting the Mass Effect Legendary Edition. Ah, okay, okay, okay. I bought this game last year, and I'm wow. not touching it. It was on Finally. sale! <laughs> it was on sale! 
All right. Um, no lie, I do that same thing. Yeah, I, and, <laughs> and, then after, and then once I have a, like a longer period of time, I'm gonna jump into Final Fantasy VII Integrate because that's been in my library. Ah, uh, yeah, 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 yeah. You gotta play Integrate at least and once. I'm going to, but I, I just I gotta get the time. So I I know I could beat the first Mass Effect game before uh, Octopath next week. So I'm diving into this, and remember, this is a game from when was the first one? Like 2007? Dink? I'm looking it up. Uh, I don't even remember. It, it was early because I was in college when the third one came out. That was 2010 at the time. Yeah, I think it was 2010. Third was Mass Effect uh, three. Okay, when was the original Mass Effect? Um. Okay, here we go. Uh, two. Sequel was 2010. Why don't you tell me the original? Okay, 2007. Yeah, so 2007 mm-hmm. when the original one came out. And this game, yes, I know it's the remastered edition, but um, not only does this game still hold up, I think it does better with it certain open world elements than games we have today. Like, how they handled the Citadel in the first game, with all the side quests you can just accidentally run into, is just perfect. And, like, I, I just, like, I'm walking around, like, oh, and I hear someone talking, and go, oh, that must be a side quest. And sure enough, it is, or it's really important information I can get later. And I'm still very early in the game. I just got Liara, so now I have now I have the full team, and it's just it's just fun seeing because this this was my RPG franchise back in the day, uh, outside of like Pokemon. Like this is the one that really ex- like expanded my horizons in terms of you know grand scale storytelling, and even with Mass Effect 3's ending, it's it's still a fantastic trilogy, and I can't wait to get through this one, and then I'll I'll play Octopath, and probably by the time I'm done with that, I'll jump into two before I get Bayonetta Origins and. The game holds up. I mean, there are some. The Mako still sucks. Okay, I, <laughs> it's better, but it doesn't mean it's good. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. It sucks. I mean, I, I remember them saying like they even tried to make the Mako feel better. Tried be the key word here, ladies and gentlemen. It. I mean, you could see it, but I'm like I'm pressing forward. I'm going backward, and it's hard mm. to turn still. Yeah, yeah. And yeah. I lost a fight with a Thresher mob because I couldn't get yeah. out of the Ah. So yeah, it's it, I'm still relatively early in my in my uh playthrough, but it's it's just so good. Like this this was peak game development, story development, effort being put into titles. It was when Bylaw was actually good and giving yes. things. Yeah, and then yeah, yeah, and like and if you look at the if you look at the intro to the game uh, for the Legendary Edition, all they show for the Bylaw logo is Mass Effect characters. I'm like, well, no kidding. What else are you gonna show? Anthem? (laughs) Uh, Sonic and the Dark Brotherhood, maybe? Yeah, forgot about that game, didn't you guys? I didn't. Uh, That Uh, one, yeah, yeah. But yeah, I'm enjoying that. Um, Sometimes you just need to go back to like to the good games, like kind of like what I did with with uh, the Dark Knight trilogy or Arkham trilogy. Ah, yeah. Like that. That even with what Arkham Knight was, the first two games still are incredibly amazing and hold up. So. Hopefully, I'll have the first game done by the end of next or by next week, so I can enjoy Octopath Traveler two, and uh, yeah, good times. Mm-hmm. Old mm-hmm. and new. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So oh, that... oh, one more thing. Sorry, and this, this got brought up on our Discord session. To all you Akechi fans out there, he sucks. <laughs> <laughs> okay? I don't care who you are or who you who you think he really is on the inside. The dude sucks. He's an arrogant tart of a fool of a man or kid or whatever you want to define him. He is a sadist. He is cruel. And the only reason that he's 
at least acceptable in the end game it with the with the royal content is that he actually acknowledges that i have no strings on me no one's going to control my life you want to know who also said that ultron i <laughs> 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 uh, i do got to appreciate akechi and again robbie davis performance like i'm do i'm holding line so do your goddamn job <laughs> like, i love that moment so that was a good that was a funny moment but like that's peak catchy when he's just being such an overt jerk that it's it's kind of funny. Every other time, he's, even when he was quote unquote on your side, I'm like, oh, this feud's gonna turn. It's like, oh, it, it was definitely <laughs> forecasted super early. <laughs> I mean, how how the crew figured it out was awesome plot. I loved that part. But it was just like, oh, dude, this guy's gonna turn. Like, come on. I mean, you can tell he screams that aura like like with uh, Scott said. He's basically light Yagami. He's just yeah. light Yagami. Yeah. <laughs> no, he's he's light light. It's light light Yagami. Light light. Okay. So yeah, Akechi sucks, and I was fine with leaving him at, like at level three ranking. I wish I could go back and undo some of those rankings so I could have given it to some other people. All right. That's how over it I was. Akechi so, sucks. All right, Scott. Alrighty, so for those of you who've been keeping track of the website, you notice that I've been playing two main games the past week. Mm, mm, mm. Um, Shadow Warrior 3 Definitive Edition I was testing out um, because they added a whole new upgrade for this, for all the new gen consoles as well as a lot more, well, I wouldn't say a lot more, but actual side content to the game. Because uh, originally Shadow Warrior 3 was kind of bare bones. <laughs> <laughs> the definitive edition makes it a lot less bare bones. It gives you arena mode, gives you more difficulty settings, gives you hero mode. Um, I mainly spend most of the time in the arena, though, because the story didn't really change all the much. You do get chapter select, but the chapter select kind of uh, gets rid of a lot of the cinematics for some weird reason. So I didn't really want to go back through it without actually watching the humor of Lo Wang. Can we just talk about how dumb that name that is? <laughs> it's intentionally dumb, but oh, I yes. I know, but like, still. <laughs> like, there's, there's, there's bad names, and, and then there's that. <laughs> I'm just it, it, It's a really bad name, yeah. Yeah. Right. Um, the second game was the fun, controversial game Hogwarts Legacy. Ah, <laughs> yep, 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 yep. Here we go. I, I, I want to hear this. It's... Not all that controversial, the actual game itself, but just the drama people want to fight with it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There, are, I mean, there are obvious ish, there are some issues with Hog the Hogwarts Legacy itself, with having the weird like doors loading. Oh, um, okay. it, it's weird because like it's like it has no loading screens, but when you try to open a door up to the open world, like it has a little loading bar on top of the door handle. <laughs> Uh, and as oh, soon okay, as the okay, loading bar uh, disappears, your person opens the door, and it's just like that's. I mean, that's kind of cool, but you could have just, you know, not have had a loading bar on top of a door. <laughs> <laughs> so basically, they were trying to pull God of War, but couldn't do it. Okay, okay. I mean, they could have probably done it if they actually used an animation that wasn't just a loading bar. Like, I feel like they weren't even trying to hide it. Mm. We're loading the open world. Just give us three seconds, real quick. Okay, it's done. <laughs> <laughs> Um, I feel like the combat is probably the str ironically the strongest part of Hogwarts Legacy. I was not expecting that to be the strongest part because I was hoping more of the uh, Hogwarts sections were going to be the strongest parts. <laughs> but after like the first like third of the game, you're just not even in Hogwarts anymore. You're just doing dungeons and caves and castles and manors and forts and towns. Ah, uh, okay, okay. 
I mean, they have to justify utilizing their extremely big open world because I don't know why they want to make such a big open world when you only really care about like three locations in the Hogwarts like universe. Universe, yeah. You care about Hogwarts, Hogsmeade, and maybe like Gringotts Bank, and it's just like <laughs> okay, <laughs> right, right, maybe right. like Diagon Alley, but yeah. That, that's in the UK, if I recall correctly. So yeah, yeah. But yeah, so and I'm, I'm just curious. Like in your run, did you learn the dark arts? Did you learn about? Uh, yes, I, I well, I needed to. I needed to make sure that I learned all the dark arts, um, stuff. Which yes, it is uh, optional to learn the dark arts. You actually get the choice of when you see someone using it. You actually you ask one of your like classmates, like, "Hey, can you teach this to me?" <laughs> yeah, that, I actually thought that was a good idea because you know, not unlike the wizards in the you know, the wizarding world, it should be a choice. Yes. It's not, it's not just, oh, you know, why not learn the dark spells? It's no, I want to learn them or I don't want to learn them. So I, of Wait. course, can't be trusted with such power for fair. <laughs> yes, you'd be, be casting Crucio and Avara Kadavra to everybody. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> honestly, <laughs> I really love using it. So if you, when you upgrade your character enough, you get an ability with your Avada Kadavra. Mm -hmm. where uh you can activate a thing called curses on character on like enemies by using like other of your spells so you just like say use like oxio and eventually mm -hmm. you can start doing aoe oxio and then if you use like depulso it not only spreads like this curse status to the thing you just cast it on but everywhere around the person who just got hit by it so you just like curse like like the entire army and then you mm -hmm. just use one avada cadaver and you kill all the people who have a curse effect on them and it's, a, it's just great <laughs> it's just like i like this game makes you feel like such a BA in the in like the Hogwarts game. Like Harry Potter has nothing on your OC. It's <laughs> <laughs> just guess. like I can oh. kill dark wizards by the dozens and they don't give it. They don't even have a shot. Yeah. <laughs> so this is what power feels like. <laughs> yeah, like this is like an ultimate power fantasy. <laughs> Unlimited power. But yeah. Uh, yeah, so Hogwarts Legacy I think is actually a solid game. Um, yeah, I think that there's a lot of places to explore and puzzles to find, but overall the combat I think is the best part of it, <clears> which <throat> makes the, the DLC almost kind of worth it because it gives you an arena, like uh... the Dark Wizards arena where you can fight a bunch of enemies and waves because otherwise you just have to kind of go looking for them. And there's not a lot of enemies and sections in the open world. You basically just have to do story stuff. Uh, okay. Otherwise so basically... you'll just find a bunch of like spiders or something. And whenever you do find like spiders an... deserve to die. <laughs> yes, they do. I made I made sure that I went to destroy every single nest I saw, <laughs> which is a thing you can do. I have no doubt. <laughs> they even have like little icons on the map when you discover them. Like this is a spider's nest, and you're like, now Bye. it's not. <laughs> incendio, incendio, everything. Yes. I will bother Kadabra you to oblivion. So my favorite thing to do with them is uh you can get a move that like does an AoE thing on it and you turn it like you turn one of the spiders into an explosive barrel. You get all the spiders around you, then you use Oxio to pull the ones um like away from it, and then you just use Depulso to push them into the barrel and they all just explode on go beyond and catch on fire. It's just amazing. <laughs> <laughs> like there's so much this variation of how you can like do stuff in this game. Mm -hmm. you're right, you're right, right. They did, they did uh, emphasize regarding to the combinations of the spells in in that like battle trial in that fight club in, in Hogwarts. Right, right, right. Yeah, like they have like which the fight club lasts like a whole like hour. It's not even that long, sadly. 
I wish they did more at the Fight Club because I'm like, this could this could actually be something interesting. I have a giant Fight Club underneath Hogwarts, and it's just like, and eh, now we already won. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Now what? <laughs> now you have to fight actual dark wizards. <laughs> and it's gone. So, so. but yeah, it sounds like you had fun, which is which is important. So, and we won't talk about the controversy. It's it's too long winded, and I, I'm sure. Didn't you guys talk about it on spectator mode or something? I mean, there's we likely yeah, we made yeah. sure that we didn't just because of uh, it's anyone who tries to discuss anything about the controversy in it in part will just get attacked by whatever side they agree or disagree with, even if they're a centrist. Fair yeah, no, yep, we yep, won't yep, mention yep. that here. Hogwarts Legacy is a good game. (laughs) Speaking speaking solely about the gameplay and what you experienced, you seem to have a good time. Yes. And that's that's important. Let's move on. All right. We uh, sadly do not have another Nintendo Direct to talk about this week. I know. (laughs) We'll be stuck in like, okay, we have one Direct. We have another Direct. (laughs) You get a Direct. You get a Direct. (laughs) So, but we do have other news to talk about. So, it's time to go. Down the warp pipe. And first, you people have no taste. <laughs> <laughs> That's why we call this episode the No Taste episode, because you people have no taste. White chocolate won the Splatfest. How? And that's just one, one in a sleep. How? Why? And it doesn't help that milk chocolate is last place for some stupid <laughs> reason. <laughs> okay, I'm scrolling through our Discord because we'll have the image, but it like the only category it did not get last in was one thing. I'm I'm looking it up. Uh, votes. The only thing we didn't get was votes. We had white chocolate have 42% of the votes. Uh, milk chocolate was 33, and the dark chocolate was 24, which means that that 24% did better than the extra 9% of people that it had, because we were last in every other category. How? <laughs> I I have no idea. It's I just know that if anyone who voted for white chocolate, you really did just voted for yogurt. <laughs> it's not chocolate. No, we talked to be had a detailed discussion about this last week. White chocolate is not chocolate. <laughs> yes yes that that is true that is true and like again i, I would with something because i actually on the, the splatoon 3 app i actually put in my vote uh pseudo vote in, in the game and um i would have gone for white chocolate <laughs> no no bad will bad and, like just like of course as i said like before i love like yeah I, I i appreciate dark chocolate milk chocolate is obviously the, the better in quantity i mean godiva i love godiva chocolates for sure but white chocolate is like dude this is the internet this is platoon fans you know what they want they want the memes the meme it will never die like have you not learned your lesson from ketchup and mayo apparently not <sighs> it's just it's wrong it is. They and don't I, care. And I don't had, care. Again, I had one of my best Splatfest runs ever. Like, i serious when I say when I usually do Splatfest, I always get put on the bad teams who don't really do their jobs. And I'm always the one, like, inking the home base, which still happened in this one. But I was paired up with people that actually led to me having, like, multiple four to five game win streaks. And it was awesome. And then, again, won three, three times ten battles. And yet it wasn't enough to get us out of last place. <laughs> it's wrong. And I hate you, all you white chocolate people. I'm not even going to input dark chocolate in there because there's always going to be, you know, close matches. But this was a blowout for white chocolate, and that's wrong. <laughs> wrong, uh, like, wrong, wrong. 
Uh, but the only thing I'm I'm just curious about, like for us three, is like uh, granted, I, I I play a lot, of course, but and and currently right now, I'm the only one here of the three that actually won a, a times one hundred event, which with the with the pictures on it. So I'm curious, like if you two will ever get that um, achievement of getting like the times one hundred or um times three hundred thirty three and be on the on the floats with them. I, I, I can tell you not from this previous one, but that's I, because I just did one single game and just got annoyed. <laughs> I didn't even, I didn't even get the opportunity. I got, I had three, I had four times ten battles, but I never got the option for a hundred. And again, I won three of them, so you'd think I'd be more in line. And I had long play sessions, but I didn't even get an opportunity for a hundred. So I can't, I can't answer that because I don't. It, it's not up to me. <laughs> <laughs> you gotta rely on orange jesus that's unfortunate. yeah yes. we all know my relationship with him <laughs> <laughs> and yeah and yeah, just connecting on with the splatoon topic as well because as like also we got a note as well like we are getting the 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 as as the direct on the direct that we had the season pass which could be going back to inkopolis i they said it was in spring so there's not a firm release date yet correct wrong. i know you're uh, wrong Actually, I guess you didn't see it. Um, but yes, at the Direct, they said, which again which was last week, they said that the first wave for the expansion pass, which is this and the side dish. Um, side order? Side order, side order. I keep saying side dish. Side dish just feels more food <laughs> Okay, anyway, um, the side order. The, they said that the first wave would be spring 2023. Fast forward less than a week later, they announced, hey, it's coming out on the 28th. Uh, yeah, right, right, right. At the end of the month. End of the Which month. is, like, not spring at all. <laughs> technically not. Technically not. Okay, actually, let's just make it official. When is the start of spring? I'm typing up on Google. March 20th. So we are 20 days ahead of schedule at the minimum. So why is this? And again, this was a week apart. Should they just not realize that they were that far ahead in their development of bringing us back to Inkopolis? Like, how do you go from it's spring 2023 to no, it's later this month? Like, how do you do that? <laughs> Yeah, that was like the confused part. Like, oh, oh yeah, the yeah, game is going to be coming out at the end of the month. Yeah. And alongside with that as well, they also released the information of the next season, which is the fresh season, to in order to celebrate um, the, the return of Ink Office with including the, the old classic victory uh, animation with the bucket, as well as the an old, uh, well, questionable uh, special, which is the Kraken. And Kraken the, Royale. Yes, and the Kraken, what they showed off in their, in their Twitter feeds, and yeah, the Kraken. I am curious how people are gonna do it, as well as like now with the addition with the the, the surge ability, normal or Kraken mode now. So yeah. and just one surge, boom, you're dead. Like oh boy, I'm I'm curious. I'm curious how people are gonna use it. You are invincible when you are that Kraken, but if, as you transform into the Kraken, you are vulnerable. So if you see someone trying to transform, kill them then, or you will probably be dead. Or <laughs> get splashed. <laughs> And then as if that's not enough, over in Japan, they are going to get a special art book and a soundtrack for for the game. It, there, it's unknown if it's going to carry over to the rest of the world, but uh, it'll be coming out in March and April. So mm -hmm. in Japan, because clearly we have such so many Japanese listeners. Oh, I'm 100% <laughs> sure. They come for Will. Domo Origato, <laughs> my friend. <laughs> I mean, of course, naturally, Splatoon has released their soundtracks, the, Oct the Octo Tunes, as they and the set of the second game as well, the Octo Expansion. So, yeah, it's not surprising they would release the third soundtrack, which they also have been releasing as well on their YouTube page with the the, the, the 
uh, I forgot the, the track they shoot, but yeah, they were also releasing the the um, how, the, the the music videos of the of the of the songs, which is yeah. yeah. They, they just released one for uh, Seaside. Yeah, yeah. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. Yeah, yeah. but uh, yeah, that and let's not forget, and I, I mean this in the best way. Japanese, the Japanese fans of Splatoon are like freaks. Like they eat up everything. Like they treat like uh, uh, the Squid Sisters and Off the Hook and Deep Cut like actual idols. And they had that Nintendo Live concert over there. They live for this stuff. Yeah, and, yeah, yeah. and and, and the, a large majority of the 10 million sales was from Japan. So, true, 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 true. so we like Nintendo knows that they put out this art book and this uh, soundtrack, this four disc soundtrack. It's gonna get bought. Of course, of course. <laughs> Not a question at all. It prints money, like the <laughs> idols, like virtual idols or real idols. It doesn't matter. Yeah, pretty much. All right, so yeah, that so we had a lot of Splatoon content in the last week, and who knows when we'll get the next one. It's at this point, who knows anymore? I'm just waiting for that for that side order. I'm like, they said in the future later in the year, but I'm, I wonder what it is going to be. Is it going to be good, as good as Yakuza? Well, that I can't wait. Well, as someone as someone found out, like by slowing down the footage, the character, the Octarian that we see, they're in the the setting of Splatoon Two. Uh, yeah, 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 yeah. What yeah, was yeah, it the... called? Uh, see, and there's the Splatville. Uh, Splatville. Yeah. Splatville Three. No, yeah, yeah. Dang it. Look it up while I talk. But uh, yeah, they they are they are we're going. I guess they're going to explore where what happened to the area after the last Splatfest. So apparently, like that's what they are discerning based on what they saw in the in the footage. We know it's going to tie into deep to off the hook because of the of the reveal trailer. But we'll have to wait for more details, which for all we know will come tomorrow. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Next up. Uh, we'll very lightly talk about this. Uh, Zimbi Chronicles 3 just released Wave 3 of the Expansion Pass. We can get Misha uh, and the, the special Roguelike Challenge mode. So go and get that if you haven't already. And again, be ready for the Wave 4, which will bring Adult, Shulk, Rex, and Noah together. Because we need to see Adult, Shulk, Rex, and Noah together. Especially Rex, who people still can't stop talking about. Because <laughs> he really got chatted <laughs> enough. And... He got chat. Rex is a chat. <laughs> <laughs> and uh yeah just uh, for for the record as well yeah it, it, for splatoon is actually inkopolis plaza and inkopolis square so there really is not much of a difference <laughs> okay so either way but uh yeah so go get the that particular expansion pass when you can next up is something i'm actually a little disappointed in and that was the reviews for tales of symphonia's remaster mm. tomorrow as the time of recording slash today when you're hopefully listening to this um, right now it's sitting at about a 71. I'm going to recheck. It's been, a, it's been a couple hours since I looked at it, but I, I, I was very curious about this because this is, this was a highly anticipated remaster. This was something that a lot of people were interested in. And then like the first one, the first review that I saw had it saying, oh, it's like the bare minimum of what a, a port should be. And like, that's not good <laughs> mm. when the ps3 remaster was better than you yeah and, and like the same like some like one of the reviews said like each port gets worse uh... so like i'm looking uh, so <clears throat> it's apparently so bad that it only has eight critic reviews on meta on metacritic um, dang a lot of people apparently didn't get review copies or they just didn't want to review it <laughs> Jeez, Bandai Namco, can you help us <laughs> probably not 
uh, like you know, like three of them were positive, and the highest score was eighty. Yeah. Which is yeah. Still good, but like, it goes down from there. Seventy, sixty-five, sixty, and sixty. Like, yeah, no. So. <laughs> Granted, it is a dated game. I mean, obviously, we've been spoiled with Berseria, with Zillia's, all that, with the real oh, open world. Oh, we want more open world. Not this like oh, so shaded line art with Scott <laughs> Menfield with Robin here. Like. Oh, I'll curse you on those people, you spoiled brats. <laughs> uh. and, and that's a problem because this is one of the most beloved RPGs of all time. It's one of, you know, the biggest. It was the, uh, sorry, it was definitely one of the best RPGs on the GameCube. And a lot of people like myself have not had the chance to play it. And so hearing about the remaster, I was excited. I was like, oh, I can finally, you know, get a chance to play. And now I don't want to, because if it's just a basic port which doesn't really improve anything, which as we saw with the Metroid Prime remaster, was like that looks incredible, and like it, it, that has like one of the highest review scores on the Switch, like in terms of Metacritic. So <laughs> for 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 that port to be so incredible and this one to be so basic, that's not how it should be. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I mean it's kind of almost jarring that they call it a remaster when it is basically just like a revamped port <laughs> right right like, it's not worthy of the title remaster <laughs> when you barely did anything with it yeah that's the thing like everyone was saying like the the graphics don't look much better the gameplay still feels stilted in some places and the, and the team was even saying oh yeah we had these things to to make it smoother apparently it didn't come off that way so again i, I wasn't I don't think anyone was expecting miracles or like even a Metroid Prime style full redo. Right, 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 right. This is still disappointing because a lot of people were interested in this, especially on the Switch, which has gotten so many great RPGs. And now it's like, oh, you didn't even. It's kind of like when they did Chrono Trigger on the PC and they didn't. <laughs> yeah, right. Oh, and they got don't the mobile me. phone port they, for yeah, some stupid reason. Yeah, they did the mobile port. Like, wait a minute, you have access to even like the DS version was better than that. They yes. absolutely should have used the DS assets. Yeah. Yes. So, like, th that's like such a fail. Like, what the heck? So, I don't know. I mean, maybe they didn't care enough, but this is not a way to inspire confidence in future remasters because now you can say like oh it's probably gonna be like another tales of the symphonia remaster where it's like not much so oh, 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 like yeah but bandai namco i mean yes i know you're focusing on future tales games coming up down the line of course with all that but i don't know like there's actually one remaster you actually did quote unquote did and that was dot hack dot hack read last recode that was a good one and I blame could... Cyber Connect for it being good, though. Oh <laughs> uh, yeah, Cyber Connect. Yeah, they, yeah. Again, they published it. You're right, right, correct, correct, correct. But yeah, do but something with Last Recode. Bandai needs to do better. <laughs> yeah, do better. There you go. All right, next up. Uh, um, let's see. Okay, this one we gotta talk about because of a certain co-host who said he was gonna be here, but was not. The latest Super Mario Brothers movie commercial, where they, where they redid the, sorry, they used the theme song for the Super Mario Super Show and animated it to look like a commercial for their official plumbing service. Okay. Hey, as far as heard, that was great. No, and like... like, look, in terms of using the classic Super Show with Captain Lou Albano, um, to to be the backdrop of the commercial is fine. Showing the Mario Brothers actually doing plumbing is fine. 
But everyone is saying, is using this as proof that the movie is going to be incredible. And I'm like, this is a staged commercial where Mario and Luigi do not talk. The only person who talks is the woman who's getting her uh, plumbing fixed. And oh, by the way, that woman is the actual voice actress of the original Princess Peach from the Super Show. Right, right, right. Again, very nice touch. And of course, like even some EGY viewers out there said also they said they saw a Pauline as well in the background, apparently. Yeah. So, like, gr great, you, you guys are referencing the classics. And, like, that's not, that was never the problem. It's just, like, every every trailer that I've seen, visually, the game, the, the movie looks incredible. But it's the voice acting. Mm. Always the voice acting. And I don't care what our co-host who's not here says. Chris Pratt sucks! Mario <laughs> and Seth Rogen should not be Donkey Kong! Jack Black is going to be great as Bowser, and Anya Taylor-Joy will be great as Princess Peach. And heck, even <laughs> Michael Keegan, Keegan-Michael Key will probably be good as Toad. But the the other voices, not so much. And I don't care that they replicated this reference to the Super Show. If Mario and Luigi had talked at any point during that, we probably wouldn't like it as much. <laughs> that is the ironic part, yes. Yeah. They were sad, and that was, that was the best part yeah. for some people. Yes, okay, okay, I'll give it that. Yeah, no. yeah, yeah. It's definitely, definitely something. Like, I could definitely see the argument. Of course, naturally, our co-host is continuing on with this ongoing discussion that, that uh, uh, the lady over there says, Mario. Like, no, no, dear Tyler up in the ether wherever you are. Like it is not Mario. Unless you're like all the way in Jersey or somewhere else entirely. It's not Mario. It's Mario. Even it says in a song. God. Yeah. He on our Discord, he posted the commercial trailer thing. And he goes, quote, listen to the end and weep haters. Mary oh, I was right. So allow me to listen to the end, ladies and gentlemen. Here we go. See, it says Mario. She says Mario. What is wrong with you? <laughs> I mean, she, says, she does say it in the way that's a slightly disjointed, so I think that might have been where he got confused, but listen to it again. It says, Collar Text, Super Mario Brothers. Not Mario, Super Mario Brothers. That's how she says it. Super Mario Brothers. Jeez, <laughs> oh, this ongoing discussion with Tyler and the Ether will never end with anything. <laughs> so, so who's not listening, dear co-host who's not here i'm pretty sure it's you <laughs> right but yeah like just to wrap it up like, if they're gonna do one more commercial before the release like we still have a few more months left but like of course uh andre blackner actually said this pretty nicely like there is one more thing i want them to do classic and yes i want to do to do the mario yes bring a product commercial with do the mario and then yes i'll be i'll be happy i'll be happy do the mario all I'm saying is that, uh, yeah, this movie ex it exists, and that's all I'm gonna say about it. <laughs> I'll, I'll, but here's here's the thing that I will I will go full Tyler on this one. If the movie comes out and people and the reviewers all say that you know the movie is fine, but Chris Pratt doesn't nail it as Mario, and you know some of the other voice actors sound wrong, I I, I win. <laughs> I, I will shout it from the Mario the, for the Mario tops. I win! I win! So for, so for this point, do you actually want the Sonic movie to beat Mario this time around? Cool. <laughs> now that is actually an interesting question. Not in terms of like quality, because that I mean that that's still subjective. But in terms of box office revenue, I'm very curious about what the Mario movie will do. Because mm -mm -mm, right. the Sonic movie, the 
first one. I'll have to look it up. But I know it was Paramount, if I correctly. Yeah, it was Paramount, but like that was forty million in the first one, and the second one did like seventy, I think, because it did less than Pikachu. Right, right, right. Okay, yeah, 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 yeah. The first one did less than Pikachu in terms of op opening box office. It doesn't matter, but if Sonic was to beat Mario, then that that that's a kind of poetic justice. So, <laughs> I'm sure Tyler will like in his own perverse way. But we'll <laughs> all right, let's let's move on for sanity's sake, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, next up, there is another game coming out next week. Uh, if you forgot, which is Kirby. Oh yeah. Yeah, it's coming out the same day as Octopath Traveler 2. <clears throat> Not gonna lie, I did actually forget about Kirby. <laughs> I did because I've been writing about it for another website. Um, <laughs> but speaking of which, there is a new overview trailer that you can check out. It's about six minutes long, and it details everything that you can do in the game, from the main campaign mode to Mary Magaland to uh, the uh, Magalore. Such a weird name, Magalore, the International Traveler, which is the epilogue content where you get to play as Magalore. The game is going to be quite robust, so. That's coming out next week, so definitely be on the lookout for that if you want. Or don't, and just play Octopath Traveler 2. Uh, remember, <laughs> it's a port of a Wii game. It's not the most important thing to play ever, but yeah, you know, I'm just saying. It's no Octopath Traveler 2. It's no, it's no, <laughs> heck, heck, it's no Kirby in the Forgotten Land. <laughs> that is true. Few <laughs> things are. So, all right, next up, which is... is kind of poetic in terms of ports is the metroid prime remasters because metroid prime the first one is out right now digitally and it'll be out physically in a few days for the switch but the question is where is two and three because remember the rumors the very annoying long time <laughs> kept saying that the metroid prime trilogy was coming as remasters well maybe not because a new report is saying that Metroid Prime 2 Echoes and Metroid Prime 3 Corruption are coming to the Switch, but not as remasters. Not sure what to make of that. We're getting ports. But, like, <laughs> even then, like, ports still try and look good. Or, like, <laughs> still like try to run. For some, but for better or worse. I mean, at least like, not, not be as horrible as the Persona 3 portable uprest. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Wait, what? Persona 3 Portable, unfortunately, like, of course, yeah, while Persona 4 Golden was obviously the better one, Persona 3 Portable didn't get as much respect as, like, the up, up remasters as oh, the other ones. Okay. So, like, hopefully not as, like, them. Yeah. Okay. But, like, th my problem with this is that Echoes came out in the GameCube, and Corruption was on the Wii. So that's two, gener two to three generations, depending on the title, before you get to Switch. And you're not going to remaster that after you've proven to do it with Prime? The primary master. What's more, the primary master was done using their engine, like the retro engine. What? So this is actually kind of like a preview for what we'll get with Metroid Prime Four. Should it ever come out? <laughs> if it exists anymore. It, 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 <laughs> it even exists. So it's really weird that the a they have this engine. B they clearly had the time to make the remaster, and yet they're not gonna remaster two and three, because reasons. I don't know. Like this is just a rumor, but it's one's been kind of persistent ever since the direct. Since we only got the original game, Shadow Dropped, which is still incredibly weird that they did that. Um, but yeah, that's uh, yeah, it's weird. Very, very weird. Mm -hmm. so de definitely pay attention to that. And again, the digital version of Prime Remastered is out right now, or you can wait a couple more days till the twenty second, which is when the physical copy will be available. So. Yes. 
So you got choice. You got options. Switch yeah. on it. You got options. <laughs> options are good. Options are okay. Uh, next, let's talk Faye. There's two. There's two things I want to talk about. One, let's talk about choose your legends. Um, <laughs> Will, please reveal to the audience who won if they did not know already. So if you did not saw the results like two, I think it was like that two, yeah, two weeks prior. Like so, yeah, uh, for the men's division, it is basically a strategy sweep. You had number two is with the Soren, which of course I know you're like Todd, and of, and of course the top rank is being Robin. So yes, you now have the full Robin, uh, Crom and Robins for all you Awakening fans. So that's great. <laughs> and we're going to the females division. You get Corin, female Corin, which yeah, good, right. good. For Go out that. But number one in the female division, which barely appeared for less than a month, Gulvig. Wrong. <laughs> Just wrong. Like, what is. Well, we all know why they voted for her. It's it was not for her character. It's <laughs> not for her character. <laughs> all right. Just, the... There is no reason. She was in one, like, one cutscene and one chapter, the very first one of the new book. And. There is no reason. Like, this isn't a Veronica situation. <laughs> Veronica, you understand why she's gotten popular and, like, why she is now going to be in Fire Emblem Engage. I liked that they put uh, Veronica in there because they have fleshed out her character enough to make her a worthy candidate. This is not that. This is, hey, we showed off a girl who has these two very big features and you, you're going to like it. And sure enough, they did. And it's wrong. The very fact as well, because again, Bernadetta was like was number three again, yeah, which like really that? separated by only by a few hundred <laughs> votes. Might I add, like yeah, oh Bernadetta, it's almost my time, it's almost my time. Wrong. Nope, get all completely usurped, snaked <laughs> out by Gulvig, like a literally golden snake usurper. <laughs> like, jeez, oh, why must you torture me so, Bernie? Bernie? And of course, naturally, we'll follow him engaged. Uh, now release it is going to be affected in the next year's ban voting gauntlet. And you know, a lot of people like, um, yeah, hi, who says hi, papaya again? I've got her name, Shoot. Yunaka. Yunaka, yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm. So, I, I would not be surprised if Yunaka and Alier showed up, um, because they, they're they're very popular, yep. Mm -hmm. so that, so. That, that wouldn't be surprising, but seriously, Gunvay, like, like that, this is worse than white chocolate. <laughs> so once again you have no taste if you voted for for Gunveig over bernadetta over all the other epic ladies that deserved this opportunity to be a legend you suck <laughs> like no it, it can't be that bad not even darja i mean darja's so a, a consistent 10th place which i always been supportive of her that's but... hilarious that darja who is darja is has never been a legend yet and yet Gunveig, who's been again she was barely out a month before as this choose your legends thing came out and you all voted for her or a majority of you voted for her like you all suck <laughs> and, and, then, and, you, and you might be thinking todd i think you're overreacting a little bit let's go now to the other piece of fade news which is the brand new banner which is going to be coming out tomorrow at the time of recording it is a uh new heroes and ascended alencia banner and we are finally getting the knights of crimea we are getting lucia we are getting Bastian, and we're getting Joffrey, a.k.a. Inferior Ike. Um, <laughs> you know it's true. Him and Ike and Alencia forever. But we get we get those three. They look great. 
Uh, I have thoughts on Lucia, but let's just talk. I, <laughs> I that bigger, doesn't I surprise fish. me. I have bigger <laughs> fish to fry. Much, much bigger, bigger fish to fry. Um, and so we get Alencia, and she looks regal as all get out. You know, we already had her pure knight armor. That's her base form in the game. And then if you look at the story chapter part where they're showing off all the characters, they introduce a character called Nerpuz or Nervuz or something like that. It's a really weird spelling. And oh my god, they're not even trying anymore. <laughs> <laughs> so if, if, this, if this person was introduced alongside Gaveg, Gaveg, Gunveg, Gunveg, she would have won before Gunveg. And we, I oh, don't no. know about that. <laughs> oh, it's close. I mean, this one is like, it's just it. Try harder. Like this isn't even an this isn't even an outfit. This is just look how big my chest is. Like oh my god. <laughs> I mean again we got Sathe here. We got, uh, from all the assistants we got we, we from first week from book two we got uh Fjorm, then Air, uh, uh, then um Regan. Now with uh, uh Sadie it's just like ah oh, jeez I'm seeing I'm noticing a pattern here. Hmm. It's, it's just it's just so wrong. I'm look, I was happy about this banner because like, again I love the Telia Saga and the Knights of Crimea are so great. Yes, even Joffrey. Uh, and like okay, great, we got a new Valencia form. Oh, she looks so graceful. And then we get this person. I'm just like why? <laughs> why? You no cannot why. escape your fates and defy them heroes, yeah, my friend. <laughs> they know what sells. Oh, oh we know. <laughs> <laughs> we know. Oh, gods. <sighs> Let's move on. <laughs> because I will, uh, we are, will end this. We will. We will end this podcast on a positive note. Because for our main event, we are going to be talking about all the rumors that have been going on with Pokemon Day. Because there has been quite a lot. So we're going to discern what we can and predict what will happen in an intent discussion. <laughs> So the last few days, especially the Pokemon company has been going all out to hype up Pokemon Day, which though they have not said they are going to do anything celebratory on the 27th, they have released an official logo. They have released a, uh, a campaign video called Pokemon Together, which is where they want you to go onto social media and use the hashtag Pokemon Together to talk about how you use Pokemon to interact with other people, whether it's through battling, through trading, through collecting through you know just talking about you know what pokemon to get and all that how do you how have you built up a community around pokemon which i actually really really like but of course everyone's talking about if we do get a pokemon presents which has been rumored for the 27th which is when they've been done which sorry the day they have done something on three of the last four years one year they did in january that was very odd but whatever i think that was 2020 um and we all know that year was screwed up. So, <laughs> I mean, yes. if you're going to screw the schedule, you might as well do it in 2020. But, um, oh my gosh, maybe that's why they did it, because they knew. Anyway. They um, knew. They it was knew. on Nintendo. I told you, Nintendo <laughs> caused the pandemic. <laughs> it's it's canon. As so says John Oliver. <laughs> who is returning this weekend, and I can't wait. But, uh, so, if we get on the 27th, what are we going to get? And the, the three big rumors that are going around right now are thus. The first one is new DLC content for uh, Pokemon Scarlet and Violet. If you recall, uh, Gen 7, sorry, no, Gen 8, sorry. Gen 8 
when they did their Pokemon Day, they announced the uh, uh, Isle of Armor and Crown Tundra content during Pokemon Day. And then they explained it a little bit later. And then... So it would make sense that they're doing it now. It's the same amount of time between the release of the games and the events. So that could happen. Now, what that content will be is entirely up in the air. People are saying there's going to be new regions of Paldea that we're going to get to explore. Some people say we're going to get to go to past regions. Some say that Mega Evolution is going to make a comeback because that's not region specific. It's, it's all up in the air. The other uh, big rumor is that there is going to be a new Pokemon Mystery Dungeon game. This comes from the uh, Pokemon together campaign there was a website for it and if you look in the source code they highlight the creative team for the mystery dungeon series now do recall that in 2020 we did get a uh, remaster of the original titles pokemon mystery dungeon rescue team dx so we have had mystery dungeon on the switch but not in a new title so it goes to reason if we should get one it would be a much higher visual quality and potentially deeper gameplay than the handheld game slash port that we have had in the past. And then the third one is that they could just pull something entirely different out of their hats, like not like when they did new Pokemon Snap, or they might reveal a new mobile game, or of course they could talk about new stuff for Pokemon Go, and so on and so forth. So what do we think they'll likely announce at the Pokemon Presents? Should we get one? Because, again, it's not confirmed as of yet. They've been very, very coy about this. <laughs> Scott, how about you? I'll start with you. <clears throat> so one thing that I'm in both kind of hoping but also feel like they would do if they were going to announce this would be they'd probably want to utilize the Game Boy or Game Boy Advance emulation. Mm, mm, so they would mm, might either announce some of the Pokemon games going to be on there. We already have seen that they are planning on bringing Pokemon the card game, right, right, the right. Ga original Game Boy right. Color, to the Nintendo. Switch online service. Yeah. So yeah, yeah, yeah. I am. I hope that we get more than just that from Pokemon on the service because I mean, Pokemon has a basically dominated most Game Boy and Game Boy Advance sales. <laughs> right, 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 right. right. Um, I think that's a big one that I don't think got rumored a lot. But I do think that with the Mystery Dungeon, we, that could also be a thing that could be just utilized through the Game Boy Advance emulation. Right, right, right. Like, and of course, like, according to other like titles in the library, like, yeah, Mystery Dungeons, like, oh, and I'm pretty sure there's well, other DS games as well with it as well. Like, yeah, the Game Boy Advance with it. I, like, I, not that I, I can remember at the moment, but yeah, like, there's plenty of other games that what could decide to bring i mean aside like before they do the eventual um like the gamecube era days like <laughs> like with right right and right. Gale, gales of darkness and of course naturally with the pokemon stadium series which again they haven't brought that thing in such a long time and we met we talk about this many times over in, the, in prior podcasts like yeah bring back pokemon stadium like what are they doing? What are they doing? Fuck about stadium? Like, of course, like obviously, I'm not expected to go full like Adam all and like bring all like oh my god, is we're we're the thousand right now in Pokemon right now, correct? Um, I, I forgot the, the total number count, but you're over yeah. a thousand, yeah, you are over a thousand. <laughs> Great. Uh, so yeah, I'm not expecting to go bring the entire thousand Pokemon and bring it into a Pokemon Stadium. And be like, oh, pick the yeah, team up out of a thousand Pokemon. <laughs> <laughs> like that's that's impossible, but. Like, 
yeah, just like bring something of that sort. Like if anything else, yeah, Pokemon Stadium or someone something new entirely. Because obviously, I don't know, you gotta release something in a broken state like with Scarlet and Violet. So yeah, might as well put, throw something out the dark window and then yeah, just release it right now. Or I don't know, learn your lesson and make actually make something proper. I don't know. I don't know. It's just wondering like what they can release in their library or what they haven't yeah. introduced it before. Like I just want Pokemon Stadium or I don't know Pokemon RPGs, like when Mystery Dungeon of some sort. Like again, new Pokemon Snap, great. That was perfect. Great spin off title. I love it. Comfy game. So I love something along those veins that I hope in the future. So yeah, that's what I hope for. Yeah, I think one thing that's kind of a hundred percent guaranteed, maybe like I guess ninety, is we're probably going to be getting DLC for Scarlet and Violet. Oh, that's for sure. Yeah, that's for sure. <laughs> no I, doubt in my mind, we're getting that. I'd be shocked <laughs> if they didn't, because especially after the sales, even if they just make like the tiniest sounds to say like, "Yeah, the DLC is coming," but you'll get it like the next Nintendo Direct or whatever. Which they could, yeah, they could totally do that. They have been doing that, which it, yeah, it was it was the primary focus in the last Rex. I mean, expansion pass, sure, they gotta keep on going with that money maker, unfortunately. And Pokemon, yeah, even though it's a broken state, they're still gonna make make something. So yeah, I don't know, maybe do something similar with the I IOC with and Sword and Shield. So that's definitely that. So yeah, I do wonder if they are going to address any of the performance issues complaints during it, but I highly doubt it. Mm, they said they they nail it. They said they heard, but again, that you may, Pokemon fans help them make bank. So <laughs> why should they honor their promise? Unfortunately, there is that is that possibility. Unfortunately, I mean, I hope that they do have some at least set little segment surrounding the, the performance issues, but I do doubt that they're going to be worried about that with the Pokemon Day. Is they're probably going to be worried about either new announcements because as they did say that they're having a new Pokemon game or a new game from the Pokemon team. For packs which does make me wonder if they're actually gonna unveil it during pokemon days or mm. if they're gonna be waiting on something else right 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 and of course yeah and naturally as well as we are getting close to the retirement of ash maybe they're gonna do something in regards to i don't know having that next game con connected with the new protagonist team i don't know so there's always that what if so. they actually had a game that like featured ash instead of just like red Yes, yes, like actually, Ash is a full fledged <laughs> character and you know, explore on him. Yeah, that like they haven't done that. They, we don't, we, we don't, we don't always need an avatar character. Yeah, yeah, yeah. For me, there's a lot of potential for what they could do. The easy thing is obviously the DLC. If they don't announce the DLC, that's shocking. <laughs> okay, I don't think we've got sales numbers of what uh the expansion pack did the isle of armor and the crown oh Jewelry. yeah i, I don't know if they, they gave us numbers for that yeah i don't think they did but even if they sold like let's just say in context one million that's still you know a million dlc that you sold which is still pretty good and this has already sold record numbers in three days uh three days and then two months it sold 10 million in three days and then the next six weeks it sold another 10 million that's a lot <laughs> That is a very good number. <laughs> that's, that's a lot. All right, it sold a, it sold one sixth of the Nintendo Switch's user base in less than six weeks. Okay, that's the power of Pokemon, ladies and gentlemen. So there's going to be people, especially if you make it good DLC, they're going to buy it. So that's yeah, if they make the if like they make the story like I guess the story slash DLC as good as like say the story of like the end. Of Scarlet and Violet, that's gonna be a must buy. <laughs> yeah, I agree. I agree. The end of Scarlet and Violet was just like, wow, uh, they went so many directions I didn't expect. So, 
Uh, so it's again, it's all it's all about content, but I do think that they're gonna take the ball and run with it. Now, whether it's actually in a non-buggy state when it releases, who knows? But Questionable. We, but we can all hope. So that's the first thing. The second thing is Pokemon Mystery Dungeon. I wouldn't be surprised if this rumor is true. It it would it would be odd to label the developer in the source code of a website if you weren't going to announce something attached to them. I mean, it, this is it's not Game Freak. If you didn't know, the Pokemon Mystery Dungeon people are another group entirely. So to have that group on a Pokemon website without referencing Mystery Dungeon in any way is odd. So we'll see. I think a wild card here is Let's Go Johto. Yes. Because mm. that has been rumored for so long, especially after Let's Go Pikachu and Eevee did really well. It sold over 10 million. Now, granted, that's not as impressive as you know, uh, Scarlet and Violet numbers because it took a while to get to that 10 million. But if, when you sell 10 million of a game, you're doing good. Yes. All right. I, I, I know there's been there's some people going after God of War Ragnarok for some reason. Like, oh, it only sold 11 million. Only. Uh, only 11 million? Oh. And remember, there's not that many PS5s out there, so that's a pretty big retention rate. Yes. And so, now PS5s are being available now, so yeah. Oh, wait, no. I've, I've seen the sales numbers. Like, I think in the Japan or the UK, it, it increased 200% over the last year's sales. <laughs> So yeah, they're finally getting the PS5s out. Good for you. <laughs> Took you long enough. Anyway, uh, but yeah, Let's Go Johto, I think, could be a big surprise. I think it's too early for an announcement about the next Legends game, should they go that route. Arceus, yeah. Arceus was, of course, a great success and led the way for Scarlet and Violet, but it's it's been a year. Remember, it came out last year. I know it doesn't feel like that because a lot's gone on since last January, like last last January. But it's too soon for an, for a, another game in that line. Maybe next year, maybe. Um, I then, don't know if I'd trust it if it did try to come uh, out this year. Well, no, no, no. I don't think it would come out this year. I think it would just. <laughs> but be, yeah. Remember, they announced RCS at the previous previous. Yeah. Direct, and then like they all they showed was. Pokemon Legends Arceus and then Arceus in 3D and that was it. We didn't find out about that game till much later. And then they like, oh yeah, it's coming out in January. And you're like, oh, okay. <laughs> sure. Why not? So, it's it's too soon. Maybe like a very small teaser or maybe, or maybe just even a line. Like, we do the success of Pokemon Legends Arceus. We are already hard at work at the next one in the Pokemon Legends line. What one are we going to, what region are we going to develop in next? You'll just have to wait and see. You know, that would be enough. <laughs> that would be enough. Um, yep. I would be surprised if they announced a new mobile game because they've been they've been heavy in the mobile market between. That's fair. Yeah, they have been, and e even like playing now with uh, Pokemon uh, Pokemon Masters EX is like okay, it's there. But as far as like just the basic uh, trainer banners they have been releasing every few days, it's again it's getting kind of yeah, kind of uh, I don't know, stagnant a little bit in my opinion. So they definitely are maybe. Uh, I mean, can there be two mobile games aside from like uh, Pokemon Go and all that? I wonder. Hmm. Also, how carefully you said that uh, mobile game title there, Will. <laughs> it's almost like you didn't want to slip up and say something very unfortunate, like what happens if you squish all the words together? <laughs> we know about that story. Come on. <laughs> anyway, 
I wouldn't be surprised if they did another mobile title between between Go, between Masters, between Magic Carp Jump. Remember how big that one was? Uh, I totally forgot about that. A mobile game (laughs) so huge that they adapted it into the Pokemon anime to make one of the dumbest episodes in the history of that (laughs) series. An episode so dumb they had Ash break the fourth wall for the first time and only time. (laughs) It's true. It's true. They broke the fourth wall. It was weird. Let's move on. And then just keep to keep going, they could just throw out a wild card, like what they did with New Pokemon Snap, and say, like, hey, remember this title? Like like Pokemon Ranger. They could bring that back. Who knows? Ah oh, man, I haven't heard that. That would be yeah. a fun one. I know. Uh they could they could bring back Pokemon Coliseum, they could bring back Pokemon Stadium. They they have they have all these options and even with the faults of Scarlet and Violet, the hype for Pokemon has never been higher, especially with the anime and the transition it's going into. Um, they're going to want to cash in on this as as many ways as possible for as long as it lasts, because they know that at least for this bubble, they're going to probably buy anything Pokemon related. Yep. Yeah. I mean, I will see what they have. Like, I still I haven't played Pokemon Go in years, and I don't think I have any of the. I have played any of the mobile titles since the first iteration of masters and i only played that for a few hours before i got bored <laughs> so it's just it just it didn't keep my interest but the the beauty of this franchise as i've said multiple times is evolution they have figured out ways to make it fun and fresh across all these different styles of genre beyond just pure rpgs so even though the dlc for scarlet and violet are, is the most obvious choice it's not the only choice yeah is, we, they have these side versions like a snap like a ranger uh remember pokemon conquest i do i love that game ah man the tokyo feudal era like that was surprisingly deep i mean it didn't sell that well which is why they didn't continue the line but i remember that one like that was like wow that was that was something special and they were willing to do that so why not you know you never know so we'll just have to wait and see and Again, they have not confirmed Pokemon Day, but they are at the very least prepping for it because they, they released the official logo. They they did the Pokemon Together thing, so they are clearly hyping something. If nothing else, they are hyping something. We just have to wait to see what that something is. And it's annoying. <laughs> yeah, like, like again, wait. okay, like I I get it. Pokemon Team Nintendo always like to play closer to chess and all, and all that, but. And I, I get it. I get it. They don't want to spoil the surprise. They don't want to like, yeah, have show off everything like in trailers and like, okay, that's it. No, no more, no more free bites for you. But yeah, it's like the anticipation. The anticipation. Anticipation. <laughs> that's right. I could do Tim Curry. Uh, but yeah, well, hopefully. Okay, if if the pattern holds, if the pattern holds, then Pokemon Mystery Dungeon will arrive. Sorry, the Pokemon Pokemon Day slash Pokemon Presents will be on February twenty seventh. So, hopefully within the next few days. If not, I would say the twentieth, because I I I would bet you anything they want to like give people a week's uh head start just to say like, hey, this this is coming next week. So that'd be Monday. So I could see that, and then like a week worth of hype, and then they drop it on Monday. I'm like, hey, here's everything we've got. It could happen. It could happen. We just 
don't know, but what I do know is that the rumors are not going to stop. Nope. <laughs> they never do. Nope. They never do. And even if any of these rumors don't get, like, in the Pokemon Presents, they're going to still be surrounding around, have other people thinking it's going to come at a later date rumor. Pretty much. Like, remember, there's still people thinking the Nintendo Switch Pro is coming, so... <laughs> don't do that. Don't yes. give them hope. <laughs> also, let's, let's end this podcast on a uh, rather funny note. For all of you who watched the Super Bowl last uh, Sunday, you might have noticed a play with the Kansas City Chiefs where they did a little thing like ring around the rosy around one of the players before going into the formation. Uh, Patrick Mahomes, the Super Bowl MVP, went on to Jimmy Kimmel, was asked about that play, and he noted that the play was supposed to throw the, the defense off guard, but they picked it off right away, and so that he had to just throw it away. And Jimmy Kimmel asked, do you, did that name have a, uh, did that play have a name? And he goes, yeah, well, the guy who was supposed to catch it, Wiley, W-Y-L-I-E, um, is a big Pokemon fan. And so it's called the Pikachu formation <laughs> <laughs> because you got to catch them all. <laughs> and I'm like, yes, Pokemon was in the Super Bowl. It didn't work. Just like, but hey, isn't that just like Pokemon? It does all the time. So, yeah. Pikachu doesn't win every fight. Exactly, and you can't catch them all. Not, not, not on the first throw. Not every time. Just not catch every... all the Tauros. No. <laughs> yeah, you get all the Tauros. Uh, so yeah, Poke If you ever question how big and an influence Pokemon is, even to this day, there is a, there is a play in the playbook of the Super Bowl champs called the Pikachu Formation. You are welcome. <laughs> and with that, we are ending this episode of the Nintendo Rain Tape Podcast. What do you think is going to happen in the Pokemon Presents? Should we get it on Pokemon Day? Do you want a DLC announcement? Do you want a new Mystery Dungeon title? Do you want one of the other spin-offs of the po main Pokemon franchise to get a spotlight? Or are you fine with the mobile games just getting attention? Uh, were you one of the heathens who was on Team White Chocolate and tipped the balance in the I want. I'm just gonna say this is one of the biggest upsets in the history of Splatoon. All right, white chocolate should not have won. It's not chocolate. <laughs> and yet you people, yes, you people, made it happen. Shame, shame. I'm curious shame. about what's gonna be the next class this time. I can't wait. Who for knows this. at this point? I mean, we've had better not have white chocolate. Is all I can say. <laughs> dang, dang right. You dang right. So. We shall see. Who knows? Maybe they'll do the big run again next month. Who knows? But uh, if you want that, let us know that too. Uh, what did you think of Super Mario Brothers commercial? And do you think that the movie is going to be good? It probably won't be, so just submit it and move on. Uh, let us know in the comments below. So, for Skullkit Scott and Warrior Will, I am Triforce Todd. Ladies and gentlemen, we are out of time. We are not out of lives. We made it to the end of the level. So, oh, raise the flag. Oh, <laughs>